0: Outdoor Living for Ayan comes as a result of living in the Turkish mountains as a commando during his national service year. After graduation from the university, leaving his dream gig at a beachfront in Thailand and Bali, he returned to Turkey to initiate hundreds of digital nomads across the world to an online community called D2 Nomad Outdoors. and tells us how it all unravels, living free as a digital nomad and how to pack like a pro. You can join the Dieter Nomad Outdoors on Facebook to learn more about the Dieter Nomad Outdoor Lifestyle. We'd like to read from you. Follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn and Facebook at TravelRadio.live and on Twitter at TravelRadioLIV. This episode is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. If you have a travel story you would like to share with us, Please reach out via any of our social media platforms. See links in the content profile. Number 3 Travel, travel, travel now. Travel radio radio deadline.
1: Okay, my first spark of traveling started at 2017 when I got my uh, job offer in Phuket, Thailand. And it was a uh, I mean, for the people who know the Thailand, and yeah. Phuket is already like a paradise yeah. island with the various beaches and many attractions you can do without worrying about. For years, like you can spend multiple years or decades in Thailand without getting bored by the discovering different spots in the country also in the neighborhood countries like cambodia vietnam uh, myanmar even if you can go out further you can go to singapore bali philippines like all the southeast asian countries yeah. which is very uh, affordable i can say and it seems like all the countries are the same when you look and when you generalize which is I know it's not a good approach but when you get closer to those countries those cultures you realize that they are not the same and they all have the different stories different beauties in their cultures and their lifestyle like how modest they are that was the first thing I was so impressed like even if I see people are so wealthy or people have so much possessions in their life, they just spend all their life with uh, Philip Lowe and uh, Singlet. Wow. Wow. And I I thought that was the great lifestyle because you are living in a forest, you have everything you can have in your life, and you just enjoy it. You don't have the ambition of the people who live in the big cities. I mean, that was the biggest difference I noticed. How is that different? When I live in a tropical island. Erhan, how,
2: how was that observation, yes. how is that different from your life that you knew before, you know, you transitioned to Asia?
1: Actually, the people who, was, who were born and grew up in the big cities will understand me. We are always in rush.
0: Mm. For
1: example, if you are living in London, you have to catch the subway, you have to catch the tube, as they say. Uh, so if you are living in New York there are huge traffic you have to be always catch up with something you have to go your work you have to go your meeting you have always to go time, you have in to a rush train,
0: yeah it, so in other words there's a, there's, the a, there's a
2: lifestyle it's, the well is it a lifestyle more than a demand because really and truly you know you have to keep on top of everything to pay for your you know big city life isn't it yes hmm.
1: because like that's the thing. Like, if you want to live in a big city, there is a price for it, man. Otherwise, true. you cannot be lazy and continue to live in big city unless if you don't have uh, fortune from your family.
2: Mm, exactly. Yes, now, I don't. The the job so I in... I a lot. Sometimes
1: I, sometimes I had to... Pardon?
2: Sorry, carry on. No, keep going. I'm listening.
1: And uh, sometimes I had to work in the two different jobs at the same time, being consultant to other small hotels to earn a bit of extra money, to I have a bit of delicate taste of the food, of the clothes, or whatever. But I can say after a couple of months I moved to Phuket, I realized that this place is already always hot, so you don't need so much clothes to show yourself or cover yourself, whatever. only a couple of t-shirts, shorts, and then one pair of shoes will be enough for you for years. Really? So that that brought very big modesty in my life. Like I just made my, uh, my couple of shorts and, uh, of course, a snorkeling gear, which I really like. That's the thing. Like, in Istanbul, I had maybe three wardrobe of clothes. Wow. The suits, the jackets, the coats, the shoes, like, so on and so on. But when I move in Phuket... Uh, i cannot even fit one bag of my clothes. like wow. that was the difference that was the transition to living in a tropical island like Phuket.
2: would you say um that was a conscious effort on your part to minimize your load or was that just basically it just turned out you didn't need that much after all
1: actually it's it's a mix because uh, when you were i mean i am Speaking for myself, when I was living in the big city, you always need something. Like you cannot. Uh, there is a bit of pressure of the society. Like you have yes. to blend in. You have to adapt. Yes. That's why if you don't want to feel a bit of abandoned or just extracted. I mean, not extracted. How can I mean, uh, I'm say? Accepted by the community, you have to follow the rules, or you have to follow the flow. Yeah. Otherwise, you will be. Not in the community that you wanted, which is a bit, big illusion that, that shouldn't be like this. But when I moved to Thailand, I have noticed that even if I go to shopping mall with my pajamas, nobody will care. Nobody <laughs> look at me. What is this? Which I did, by the way.
2: Wow! Amazing. Um,
1: so and that was the minimalism that I really want to embrace in my life, but I always missed this in my big city life, like uh, you always need to have something, you you always have to demand more to get a better lifestyle or whatever, but you know, I have this motto of the Bruce Lee, the more is less or less is more. Mm. When I went to start to live my new life in Asia, I mean, I realized that I didn't need that much. Can you imagine? I just lived basically like two jeans, two pair of jeans and maybe five shorts and one pair of shoes and a couple of shorts. A couple Amazing. of t-shirts and shorts. Like I lived like this maybe three years in Phuket. And I didn't feel like, okay, I have to buy this, I have to buy that. Like I cannot wear this. Like... I said, okay, I buy this T-shirt and I will wear this until...
2: Until you need another T-shirt.
1: ...old or I cannot. And I really enjoy this kind of minimalist lifestyle.
0: Don't they feel funny about you just wearing almost, say, one thing all the time, especially shoes? Where? Does it it bother you? In
1: Asia. Sorry for misunderstanding. I had, let's say, I'm wearing uh, one T-shirt a day. And let's say I have seven T-shirts and I don't need seven more no you don't exactly and i exactly. was living in the big city i had more than 200 yes of oh, course and that was the shocking part because uh, i get my first interview on monday for the for being a hotel manager in thailand and they told me on the on the thursday arhan we bought your ticket on the saturday wow <laughs> and i said what and in three days, I had to get rid of everything that
2: I had. Amazing! Like <laughs> wow!
1: It was a it was a flare market in front of my apartment. Like oh, I said, nice. every people come here, get whatever you want.
2: Amazing! Nice, nice. So wait, I, are you I, saying I, that I, I
1: really
2: you went to you you went to Thailand? And that was where you then bought the things you needed for your.
0: Yes. Oh wow! I love that.
2: But apparently, actually, that's the smart way to do it.
0: Yes, I think so. It is the smart way. Because one way, it saves you a lot of stress with luggage. And then you buy just what you need.
2: Yes. And also, guess what? The chances are things are cheaper where you're going. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Especially if you're not brand tied. If you're not tied to a particular brand or something. Do you see? Because let's say you like a certain brand of toothpaste. If you can manage with toothpaste... You know, not a specific <laughs> brand. Then, then you're, gonna you're be,
0: fine. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, yeah. but there was something I wanted to ask. Actually, what were, were you looking to travel to yes, Thailand before you apply for this job, or were you just looking for any job to get you out of where you were, out of your country?
1: Since I was thirteen years old, uh, I have this dream to live in a tropical island. So, wow. But. As long as I grow up, I realize that I need a tool, I need some tools to live in a tropical island, Like I cannot just go and to start to live like this. I need to sustain my life, earn a bit of money, have my profession, like maybe a citizenship in a tropical place or whatever.
2: Wow. But before <laughs> than
1: that, I was preparing for it. Like I started to work in the tourism and hospitality when I was 21, and I always... Learn a lot and lot and lot. Like I became a hotel manager when I was 26, which wow. is very impressive in Istanbul. Wow. The tourism industry in Istanbul is like a bit of shark pool. Really.
0: Uh, interesting. 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 Yes, it's
1: it's not an easy job to do in Istanbul if you want to be a bit of well known, a bit of create a network for yourself, which you have to keep your dignity. Like many. People that they are doing some, some position with more salary or something like this, which I really hate. This I don't like to be like this. So it will be more del- It was more delicate for me to reach my goal by not corrupting my personality. Wow! Which, that's that's okay. nice. I mean, wow! I have that's heard nice. some stories all around the world. Uh, there are stories like this in almost every industry, and yes. I knew that someday I will go and live in a tropical island. And when I heard this job in Thailand, uh, I checked a bit the vibes of Phuket, and I said to myself, this is the place you need to live, like a tropical island, always summer. I mean, always hot, not always summer. And you're going to have an exceptional life. Like, you're going to live in an island, and you're dreaming about it for... More than a decade, and also I had another job opportunity in Netherlands, mm. in Amsterdam. Nice. And I was waiting for the answer from each of them. I was, I decided actually like either Thailand will answer me first or Netherlands will answer me first, and I will go who will answer me first. Answer to me first, and Thailand answered, and it was very. Uh, Fast process to go to Thailand, and that's why I find myself in Phuket in the middle of
2: the night. Interesting, wow. amazing! So, oh yeah. my goodness, what was that like when you literally one minute you're in um, Istanbul, Istanbul, right? Yes, so one minute you're in Istanbul, and then within a matter of hours, you're in this other continent. Like, how did that feel?
1: I mean. In first three months, I had a big homesick, I guess. Because I was almost (laughs) dreaming about my neighborhood, which I was born and grew up in the same neighborhood, exactly like the hospital and the school I have went, that was on the same street. Like, I was born in a hospital, and my school is in the same street with my hospital. So, I am coming from this kind of neighborhood, which is very multicultural like you can see people migrated from greece hundred years ago you can see some expats in your neighborhood or like your neighbor can be an Argentinian, or can be korean uh, Cosmopolitan neighborhood you will never get bored like you can find korean food you can find thai food you can find brazilian food in your neighborhood which is amazing and but when I went to Thailand, that that's the first thing I missed. You know, you have the big roads. I mean, the first thing I missed in Phuket is the pavement. There is no pavement in Phuket. You cannot walk freely in the street or the walk. You have to always protect yourself, protect yourself from the motorbikes or the cars in the street. So that was a bit of...
2: A shock, rage. right? And I, I can imagine. Th- that would have been a of bit Of course,
1: the smell. you know, the Thai foods. And the taste it has a bit of particular essence I can say mm. because of the food, the yeah. spice. and it's, it was a bit of long process to get used to that. But other than this, I really like they are living in the nature. It's not like they don't want to make a big city. They don't need big buildings. I mean, they don't need same. anything like that. it's not because they cannot afford it. They just don't want to destroy the nature.
0: Amazing. Wow. So, Hen, what inspired the digital nomad autos?
1: Actually, the beginning of the story, it starts when I was in the military service in Turkey. Whoa. For your information, it's a mandatory service to do it in Turkey. You have to go 15 months. I mean, now it's 12 months, but when I was young, it was 15 months to, uh, to the army to serve wherever they deploy you, and you come back and i was a bit of adventurous before that time. Like i always want to go hike climb whatever and surprisingly they choose me as a commando which means you will spend all your days and nights in the mountain in iraq border of turkey i mean i wouldn't uh, specify it as a as a dangerous place it was amazing like the mountains were so amazing and i felt a bit of sad because it could have been like french alps or the rocky mountains in canada but by our geography by our chance i can say it's just wasting like this i mean yeah. this uh, areas like you will you don't want to leave when you go one time like the people are so polite and i mean even in the minus 30 degree you don't get home You feel cold But you don't get any sickness That was the thing And my ambition to Outdoor activities A bit of provoked me to go to this kind of place And when I come back I always want to go to camping Trekking, hiking, climbing, whatever Uh, Like it's a process for years And the biggest spark I can say to meet my girlfriend She was also a rock climber And a big trekker, like mm-hmm. one of the biggest trekkers I met and we met in Phuket like uh, once we started to live together uh, our best activity in the weekend to go and discover new places by walking on the rocks doing some extreme sports like uh, deep water sailing, snorkeling, I mean free diving, canoeing, whatever and then uh, we decided to be a digital nomad but this uh, decision took Almost two years because we needed to know what we we're gonna do. We are coming from different professional background, and we need to adapt our background. We need to adapt ourselves. We need to learn a lot to sustain our life as a digital nomad, location independence. Otherwise, we could have always been an expat in another country thanks to our profession. Mm-hmm. And we were following other groups on Facebook or other blogs about the digital nomads about. The outdoor lovers or whatever and we, we were thinking one night we were making a brainstorm like we are both digital nomads and we have our first jobs and we have a bit of chance to travel around the world after the restrictions and then we say like there must be other people who love the outdoor and who are digital nomads and it would be a great idea to connect them and even maybe Meet them in person one day, or just make a not make to organize a trip in a beautiful destination for outdoor sports or activities, and to encourage people to do it. Like because the first thing as a digital nomad, like if you constantly travel from one country to another, you cannot uh, build a big friendship. I mean, <laughs> it's true. a bit of bug of the digital nomad, but mm. we want to also break it. And uh, what can connect people, we were thinking How we can connect people under one roof. Either it should be like an interest, food, accommodation. And we thought this uh, hobby also can connect people. Because you cannot go to one person in the street and you can say, hey, I'm Erhan and I'm a digital nomad. And I love the author, would you like to come and hike with me? But if you have a group, hey, people, uh, I mean if you have a group, you can say it easily, Hey, people, we are a digital nomad couple now we are in the southeast of Turkey and we would like to travel to uh, South of America and we would like to travel to a city which, where we can go to an adventure in the weekend and we want to stay for two months. And is there any place, is there any or is there any place you can recommend us if, either if you are living there or just you want to go there? Maybe we can go, we can catch up, and we can go to an adventure, an adventure together, and we can encourage people to do that. So that was the idea of the digital digital moment Outdoors. And,
0: and how's the response been difficult. with a lot of with your members, people joining? Has there been activities? What has been, what has it been like being an admin and managing such group
2: and creating Actually, activities thanks for the to
1: our group. group? They don't make. So much difficulties in the group, but anyway, <laughs> we are a very small group. We have uh, two hundred members at the moment, but we just create our group three weeks ago, and it's a great effort. Wow, members,
2: that's like
0: beautiful! Wow. members in
1: the group, like
0: wow.
1: there, answering your comments, and as long as we grow up a bit more, and we want to give the valuable content, we just don't want to ask, "Hey, how was your weekend?" And we want to give a bit of value. Like, let's say, uh, what could be the best option to clean the beaches or clean the trekking paths for yeah. you, like, or what would you do to do that, like, uh, minimize your carbon print or, mm. you know, to offer people a valuable content to make them, okay, this group is not like a shenanigan, I need to go and
0: uh, tell my <laughs> this group because I don't really care. Brilliant, <laughs> love that. So at the point both of you decided yes. that we are going to be digital nomads. Yeah? What career path yes. did you decide to do so you can make your money on the goal?
1: But yeah, the first discussion to be a digital nomad, it was two years ago. And we were thinking about dropshipping. Like it was a bit of nice idea, like you don't need to hold the stock and you don't need so big capital to start but there is a there is a gap to to be filled is the what is your product like there are millions of dropshippers some of them are being very successful and some of them are being failed in their first try and they don't do it again and we were trying to do some organic and eco-friendly products out of bamboo Because we used to live in Thailand. and uh, If you, I mean, also maybe you know from Africa, they made many things out of bamboo, like coach, uh, the chair, the bed, the bunk. Like many things you can inspire, you can do out of bamboo. And in Europe, it's not like this. In Europe, like you use wood or whatever. And we wanted to uh, transform, actually, We wanted to melt in the same pot like the European aesthetic and Asian natural, Asian nature. Like we wanted to create a design which like you can put in your house in Paris, the Mm. cupboard you bought from Thailand, for example, Mm. and we were trying to do that and it was a bit of failure because the shipping costs are so big. Mm.
0: To find
1: a person who will create your creation, I mean, who will build your creation in Thailand, it was a bit of bigger and bigger uh, problem, I can say, to fix. But actually, after a couple of months, we tried, we went to the university, we went to a associations to introduce our pro- uh, project. but what was the thing that yes once we figured it out the shipping cost is too expensive we give up on this sure. and then we try to do a bit of uh what was that the affiliation marketing we made a blog and we tried to do something uh, natural product to affiliate the natural products but we did not find the products we want to p- promote is matching with our Character, so that's why we also quit this. But by doing this, we, um, I mean, at the same time, we had our own jobs by doing this, and that's why it was not a big problem to fail or just to quit your uh, uh, project. Mm. And the thing is, started with my girlfriend. Actually, she get a job as a remote worker in a American startup. And that was the green light for us. And it was at the same time I was planning to go to Bali, create my own uh, company of the rental management. And maybe I was thinking, okay, I can set up everything in three years. And after I can uh, manage my company remotely by only managing my managers. Mm. But thanks to coronavirus, (laughs) uh, after three weeks I arrived to Bali they closed the island
0: oh wow, wow.
1: so it was a bit of uh, destiny like I shouldn't have done this job I received <laughs> this message from Universe I guess <laughs> <laughs> oh alright uh, so nowadays we are just in a nutshell nowadays we are just offering a branding marketing and mutual assistance to Outdoor and nature-oriented businesses.
2: Nice. And, Very nice. Uh,
1: you know, uh, my girlfriend. She is a. She used to work as an operational manager in the tourism and travel agencies. I can say, and I used to work in the hospitality industry as a sales manager or the hotel manager, which means I know how to create brand. I know how you make your, uh, ha, how you create your audience and how you keep interacting with them. And we join our forces and we want to do this initiative. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's working good. It's just one month we are working and we already have three leads and one customer, which is really good for us. Well, and I hope nice. as long as we publish our website, create our network a bit, we're going to make a bit of impact in our industry. Fantastic.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Yes. It's been an amazing journey, I guess.
1: And also, in our journey, we also have an accident. That wow.
0: Yes. I was going to ask about yes,
1: that. Yes. In Thailand. I mean, it was one of our last days in Thailand. And we were going to the beach actually with my girlfriend. Uh, it was afternoon, and I always drive very carefully in Thailand my motorbike. Uh, We were on the green light in a big intersection in Phuket and there was a car coming from the left side and this driver hit maybe three motorbikes including mine Oh! and I have now I have seven broken ribs and one uh, metal plate on my collarbone on my left shoulder but it was one year ago but now I'm super fine
0: Oh, I use wow, that's able good. to do your hiking, mountain climbing, and everything. Or your outdoor
1: activities. All your
0: outdoor activities. Yes, all, activities?
1: Yes, all of
0: them. Oh, perfect, awesome. So, lastly, let me ask this: How would you advise anyone who wants to be a digital nomad to start from? What would you, where would you say they should start from?
1: Actually, it's not only to digital nomads because, as like at the same day, I went to Phuket people in my industry started to ask me how we can go to abroad to work Like there is a question to ask to yourself as a digital nomad, as digital nomads. like you should know what I can give I mean what I can add to my personality or my professional to be a digital nomad like what is your uh, profession like when you want to change your lifestyle you have to ask yourself okay after one year i try to do i decided to become a digital nomad. okay the first three months maybe i will keep learning about it and i will uh how can i say i will learn new things to sustain my lifestyle mm, like, for example, yeah. mm. uh, like many people ask me in my country it's a bit of tradition uh, when i come back to turkey like how did you go to another country to live like uh, how did you make them hire you or Did you convince them to hire you? Because you need to give people
2: something to hire
1: you. (laughs) Like 8,000 kilometers away from your home. Like why they have to hire you? Like There is no hotel manager in Phuket or there is no other people you can do what you are doing. So you need to be a bit of difference and you need to uh, know yourself. That's the first thing. You need to know what you can do. You need to know your grade, basically. Mm. And you can create your um roadmap to do this okay now for example us we became a digital nomad but maybe we don't sleep in the night and we are learning we are learning mm. about the many technical stuff about the copywriting about the website design about the coding and everything like uh, it's like a bit of never-ending process mm. and how can i say like they need to find their niche and they need to become the best in their the Yeah, digital nomad. Otherwise, like many people, they are doing a bit of virtual assistant job, a bit of the customer service. But I mean, I was in Bali. I spent almost seven months in Bali, and I have seen many people. They call themselves digital nomads, but uh, if you look from the different perspective, they are not in the good conditions as an economic or whatever. Like they are in Bali, but they live in in a bit of uh, remote area very poor conditions, and they just want to hold on to this idea. I am a a digital nomad and I am living in Bali. It's a good thing to be that brave, but you need to go to Bali with the better conditions. At first, for example, Hmm. Bali or another destinations, for example. To live in in Bali, you need at least $1,500 for a month. Hmm. It's not a cheap country. Hmm. It's super expensive. Hmm. Like, I paid... I paid almost 4 euros for a piece of bread, bread money, so that's it. Wow. The, wow. I mean, it was in the supermarket, not in the restaurant. Also.
2: Yeah, but and still, like, wow, $4 for a piece of bread, for a bread. Oh my gosh. We yes, should protest.
0: We should <laughs> totally.
1: <laughs> it was in the supermarket, it was not in the restaurant.
0: Wow. Wow, that's that's yes. interesting.
1: And I learned learn how to cook bread after. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> Absolutely, I will learn
0: for four euros myself. <laughs> yeah, when I put it together, at least maybe once every week, I put four. That's four four euros times um two four weeks. I mean, that's like uh twelve. Yeah, I would re- totally go and learn how to bake my own bread. <laughs> oh my god, and er, er, it's been nice talking it's to you. So it's good. been so good, inspirational.
2: Wow. And I really like the fact that you're saying, before you go out there calling yourself a digital nomad, you better know what you're going to do, because otherwise there are a lot of digital nomads out there living like homeless people. I mean, you didn't say that, but... I
1: mean, yeah, homeless will be a bit of...
2: uh, Exaggeration, I know. You know, like, it's
1: it's not like, okay, I will go and I will do something on my computer and they pay me money. It's like a profession, like, you need to take it seriously. And you need to, has a career plan as a digital model, it's not like, okay, I will go, I will create some uh, graphic design or something like this. Like, you need to create a story for yourself, and you need to create a brand, and brand value. Mm. Like, there are millions of people are doing little jobs like this. I Mm. mean, in Philippines, in India, in Turkey, like, in England, wherever you want. Like, students, like, the housewife, or anybody can do that. But the thing you need to, to ask yourself why would people buy my services? Like, right. What is my difference? Mm. Like, that's why we create our company based on our uh, values in our life. Like, we love nature, we love to be self sufficient, we, we are outdoor oriented. And that's why we want to have to brands uh, which are matching with our values. Like mm, yeah. we cannot go and offer our services to a car dealer. Like this is not our scope. Mm. But we can go a ski shop and we can say, okay, we are two outdoor oriented people. We are doing also many outdoor activities and we know your language and we can help you to grow your business. That's it. Amazing. Like, Smart. That's the answer you can give to yourself as a digital nomad. Smart. Perfect. Smart.
0: Perfect. And. That is so, so inspiring, motivating. And I promise that we will come back to check with you on your milestone, how you've gone so far with DNO. Travel Radio Live. Connecting people. Changing lives. Connect. Change. Live.